The NFL season is over, and that means the playoffs have begun. But before we get there, how about all of the coaches being let go? What do we make of teams cutting ties with certain coaches? And how does that relate to our own lives and having a willingness to let go and cut ties with the things that are holding us back? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truths. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about. Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson, joined by Luke Heaton, and we are back. It's 2024, and we are fired up to be back here on the Unpacking It podcast, and we got a good one today. We are talking coaching and teams letting go of their head coaches, their GMs. We'll discuss some of our thoughts on, on a few of the moves so far, but more importantly, we will relate this topic to our own lives. As we begin a new year, what things in our life do we need to let go? What, what do we need to cut ties with? What, what, what do we need to remove and get rid of? And, and so hopefully we're going through that process and, and there are a lot of layers to that. Uh, in our lives. And so uh, we will get into that topic today. Encourage everybody to check out our website, unpackingit.com. If you have not signed up for our devotional, you can do that uh, on our website, unpackingit.com slash subscribe. That goes out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, we also have the opportunity for you to start your own small group with other sports fans. And we will help you with that. We call them PACs here at Unpacking It, and we've got content designed for you uh, to lead a, a small group uh, this, this year. And so uh, if you'd like more information about that, you can reach out, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. And then also, uh, as we get going with another year and, and sort of a new season of, of this show, uh, any suggestions, whether it's topics or tweaks to the format or uh, just feedback from you as a listener, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, so we are, you know, evaluating and, and, and always wanting to, you know, make this show as, as great as it can be each week. And it really, we just want to be an encouragement to you as, as you and I are on this journey as sports fans following Jesus together. And so we love hearing from you. So you can email me Bryce at unpackingit.com. So we appreciate you as a listener. We appreciate all of our supporters and thank you for uh, coming along on this on this journey as we talk sports, faith, and life. Let's say hello to Luke. The NFL playoffs are beginning. Your Cowboys are still alive. Uh, my my franchise is talking about who the next coach is and and the uh, the mystical draft pick that is that has been sent to Chicago. So uh, how you how you feeling and and how excited are you for the playoffs? In my lifetime, this is 
arguably the best chance the Cowboys have to be Super Bowl champions. The, I'll give you that. Yeah. The road there. I mean, the NFC, Dak, arguably the best quarterback. The road there isn't necessarily as challenging as in the past. And, I mean, the Niners are still the best team. But if we make it to the NFC Championship, which on our Christmas podcast is what I asked Santa for, <laughs> I just want a berth in the NFC Championship game. Yep. So we're the two seed, play Packers first round, and who knows who we'll get in the divisional round, but I'm loving life. I just want to play in a conference championship game, and I'll be a happy sports fan. So, so you're so going to play, you're right gonna play in it? You're going to have the chance to play in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, you just want your team to play in it. Ah, okay. I got <laughs> hey, you, you know this is a Wii game. This is a Wii game. Fans are part of the organization. Especially when winning. But it's funny, as soon as they start <laughs> they, losing, it's like the Panthers. Yeah. The Panthers sting. Not we They can't stink. get anything done. Yeah. But as no, soon we, as we start winning, you better believe it. We, we, baby, we're going to the Super Bowl. No, that's a that, good that, point. Yeah. That, yeah we that oscillate changes. between we and they pretty easily. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Tom Brady's radio show yesterday before the, the championship game, uh, Michigan and uh, Washington. And it was interesting to hear him call Michigan they, which, of course, he played there. But I was thinking about it. I was like, well, in that context, like he's not on that team. It's like they they are, you know, he was describing what they're going through and stuff. So at that point, it makes sense. But the we, the we, they, it's it's interesting. So you're you're getting all excited to play in the uh, NFC championship game. So yep. we'll take it one week at a time. But uh, but glad to be back on this show. Our, our last show of the year was the Christmas show. Uh, and so here we are. We're we're back. We'll continue to to bring this show to you each week. We we are making some other uh formatting changes so so be on the lookout for additional podcasts uh in the coming year uh we finished up our fantasy football fellowship podcast uh encourage you to go check that out as we wrapped up the season uh that's in a different feed on uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts uh same with youtube there's a fantasy football fellowship channel that you can follow same with social media so check that out and then we'll be back in the summer uh for for that show uh but the unpacking it podcast uh here we are we're rolling so Today's topic, we're talking coaching, and Black Monday was on Monday, and so Ron Rivera done, Arthur Smith done, and then you go back to the, the season where the, the Panthers cut ties with Frank Reich, felt like early in the year. The, the Raiders <laughs> got rid of Josh McDaniels, and the Chargers finally let Brandon Staley go. Finally. And, and then Ooh. today, when we are recording this podcast, the Titans have moved on from Mike Vrabel, which it's not totally surprising, but when you start thinking about how well he actually did there, it's somewhat surprising. Um, but now you're, you know, we're, we're talking about some teams letting go of both GM and coach, clean slate, start fresh. Uh, some have already, you know, like the Panthers, they got rid of Frank Reich, and then now finally uh, moved on from Scott Fitterer, the GM. So a lot of moving pieces, but Luke, mm -hmm. what, what change and move jumped out to you the most is most intriguing. Vrabel, uh, the most recent news, Tennessee letting go of Vrabel, who not that long ago was considered maybe the best coach in the league with what he was doing with Tennessee and winning games, leading the AFC with Tannehill, King Henry. They were a tough nose physical team 
and it's just been very a very quick decline. So them parting ways with Vrabel is is most fascinating to me. And we were talking pre-show. It things are crumbling in Tennessee. The, the they need a total is, fresh start. The division seems to be out of reach, especially with the overwhelming success. Stroud, rookie coach, rookie quarterback together to win that division. Even though they missed the playoffs, kind of, uh, I mean, not kind of, very disappointing finish to their season. Oh, they'll be unraveled. just fine. Unraveled. Yeah. I think they'll I, be just listen, fine. I like Jacksonville this year, and I was on that bandwagon for a while, but they totally collapsed. That was really bad. Oh, but to your point, I think point, they were eight and three Tennessee's at one point. Oh yeah, they were, they yeah. were the cream of the crop. Even though yeah. the thing was though, they were winning games and they weren't playing that well, and it finally caught up to them. Yeah. But to your point, the Titans are the fourth, like they're the worst team in that division, just on a yeah. number of metrics. And so, if they're going to start fresh, new coach, new quarterback, I'm not sure that Levis is their guy. They, he could be, but they're going to have to bring somebody in to compete with them anyway. So, yeah. anyway, that's an interesting one for sure. The, the Titans are, are fascinating, but they're, yeah. because they're a even little the Colts, behind. Even the Colts are very promising. So, I mean, Tennessee is clearly the worst team in that division. Um, and I think firing Vrabel, who I, I think st- is still a great coach. We know at minimum how much his players love him. Great culture guy, locker room oh. guy. Obviously knows the game, former player from the Belichick system. In the right spot, he could do some damage and could could really be successful with with a team with flat out just more talent. The, the Titans are just lacking a lot of talent across the board. But I think firing variable solidifies they're they've got to blow the whole thing up. Yeah, I think guys like Vrabel and Dan Campbell that are just great leaders, Tomlin, yeah, even Pete Carroll. It's they're not necessarily like strong on one side. I mean, Vrabel, I guess defensively, but it's not like they're they're not coordinator guys. Like they're head coaches. They're head coaches or nothing. Like that's yep. who they are. Yeah, and and so yep. to me, those guys really work. And this is going to sound obvious, but they have to have really strong coordinators. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with Vrabel, he lost Arthur Smith. So when they were doing well, Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator. And so then he goes to Atlanta, tries to do it on his own, tries to be the guy, and three straight seasons, seven and ten, and there, there he goes. So he, the Falcons get rid of him, and what a tough, tough ending for him. That was ugly with the Saints and oh. Dennis Allen, and oh, that was painful to watch. Painful. The, the emotions just spilled over. He unraveled. Oh. Unra- I was watching that. Oh my goodness! But we got the free entertainment of Jameis Winston's press conference <laughs> post game. Is he just not a national treasure? I mean, come on, so He's amazing. He's a legend. He's, He's a, a legend. legend, an absolute legend. But I, yeah. to your point, there there seems to be a clear difference in your coordinator type, who can be a head coach and successful in the right situation, in your head coach type. Because from from my close to proximity, Dan Quinn. Very successful defensive coordinator. Uh, are we sure he's a head coach? I think I'm he's made sure. the right. I think he's made the right move. Maybe I'll just stick it out as a coordinator. I'll get paid a lot of dollars. I don't have to be the head coach. I just get to focus on the defense, and he's great at it. It's it, it's it's really when you really start 
evaluating head coaches across the league and you look for trends, it is hard because so like hard. Mike, Mike McDaniel is working in Miami. How do you compare him to Sean McDermott in Buffalo? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like th- don't those guys seem complete opposites? Or like, wait, it, it, it is working in Dallas with Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And kind of an older guy. But then Belichick, it's not really working anymore in New England. I'm not yeah. sure. Fr- I don't think Frank Reich will be a head coach again. Kind of an you know, older no. guy. Yeah. Doug Peterson, it worked in Philly, but is is has that ship sailed? Is he going to be the guy that gets Jacksonville over the hump when we start talking about a Super Bowl contender? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and then, you know, Antonio Pierce in in Las Vegas. I think he's a legit head coaching option. Like those guys rallied behind him. But to my point, like comparing him to Vrabel and Dan Campbell, kind of the former players that are just great leaders that guys mm-hmm. love playing for, you've got to have a loaded staff. Uh, yep. With those guys, because Detroit not necessarily... has. That's what that's what Dan Campbell. I mean, he's got great oh. coordinators. Yep. And so, not to say that he wouldn't be successful, but I think he really depends on Ben Johnson to to run that offense. And 100%. now Ben Johnson is going to go try to get a head coaching job. Yeah. Um. So it, it's all very interesting, and you know, you give Ron Rivera credit. I was reminded yesterday uh, with, with all that he had to go through in Washington, like he was the bridge with the Snyder era oh. and you know, all the shenanigans that, that they he need had to, to put go him through. in the hall of honor just for enduring that <laughs> to be, to be the coach that had to, to walk through those troubled waters. Goodness gracious. You, you feel bad for him, but, but again, it's, it's uh, the older coaches. It's tougher for them. Even Pete Carroll. I mean, it, it, it's, it doesn't mean that, Hey, well, Andy Reid it is working. So it's it, you, you, again, you just start looking at all the Wait, what are the, what are comparisons? What's working? And, yeah, it changes year in year to be out. Fair too. though, I, and now there's probably more issues in Kansas City than just this. Lost their coordinator, that has to have some impact. That 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 Chiefs offense is not the same this year. Nope, nope. Um, because they did do it without Tyree Kill, so he's been gone a couple years now. Yeah, so that wasn't the change. But but yeah, they still don't have the weapons at, at yeah, the receiver so yeah, it's, it's, position. It's a, uh, yeah, it's not just because the enemy's not there. But well, no, I think that. Definitely factored in. But definitely then, factor. But, but Matt Nagy was there before, and they did well. So it's hard yeah. to – again, it's like, wait, you try to – and we're you know, on talking the outside looking a, in. Yeah, talking about a probably coordinator type rather than oh, a head yeah. coach. Matt Nagy for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's some of those guys that you're like, yeah, you just you stay in your lane. It's One more. How's uh, O'Connell going to last in Minnesota? That'll be very interesting. Now yep. he's decimated by injuries this year, so this year probably gets a pass. But last year, disappointing end in the playoffs, losing to the Giants. Yeah, he's on the hot seat. It might be warm, maybe a warm seat. But yeah, yeah he's it, again. It's it's these guys. If you can last for a few years, that's why what Mike Tomlin has done in Pittsburgh, unbelievable, is absolutely remarkable. Everything and, around him has changed except for him. And all he does is win. He's yeah. never had a losing season. I mean, you can't talk about it enough. Now, I understand Pittsburgh just wants to win Super Bowls. But, man, when you have that kind of longevity and consistency oh. and you're always competitive. But every franchise nice. has losing seasons. Think even the Patriots. Oh, yeah. We th- they were in the AFC Championship or Super Bowl every single year. Now they're terrible. The Cowboys has, have oscillated between greatness in 5-11, and 7-9. and nine. Every team does it. And for him... To survive that, it's it's remarkable. It's, so that's what every team is trying to find. 
and 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 the discipline to stick with your coach too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's uh that's the that's the other side of it. Today we're talking about the willingness to get rid of guys, right? And so the need to get rid of and identifying, yeah, this isn't working. This guy is not the right fit. This guy, you know, in Atlanta, we got all this talent on offense and the offense stinks. Arthur Smith, you're done. We're cutting mm-hmm. ties with you. And and you, the Chargers, you got a loaded roster. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? This yeah. team should be way better. Uh, Brandon Staley, thanks. You're 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 relieved of your duties. And and so in in Carolina, that they didn't even give him a shot. But after a few games, it's like oh, no no. So but they decided to move on from from Frank Reich. And and so across the league, we're we're looking at these these coaches where teams decided, hey, it's time for a fresh start, a different direction, and we need to take a new approach. And things currently aren't working this way. So let's get rid of and dismiss our, our coaches. For us in life today, I, I hope that this can be a reminder for us to take a look at our life and say, okay, what needs to, to be let go and what mindsets, behaviors, feelings, emotions that, that we're, you know, we're kind of hanging on to that need to be removed. That, that it's time to say enough is enough. Let go. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, we did that, we did that show on, on enough is enough, but, but to continue that conversation, it's beginning the new year saying, okay, what needs to be left in 2023? What, mm-hmm. what needs to uh, no longer be a part of how we think, how we act, how we live. And, and so we'll, we'll start with, not that this is an easy thing, but, but I'd say it's low hanging fruit because it's probably uh, a lot of us can relate to it. Bitterness and anger. Are we hanging on to bitterness and anger? We got to let it go. We, we got to let that stuff go. Ephesians 4, 31, 32 tells us, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. And mm. so if, if we're carrying around bitterness and anger, it's only holding us back. It, it's preventing us from you know, experiencing freedom, peace, joy. Um, it, it's, it's keeping us in the past, uh, usually cause we're bitter about something that happened, you know, either to us or it, it happened to somebody else and we wish it happened to us. And with this bitterness is there, um, and we're flying off the handle with anger and, and that has negative consequences. So we gotta let it go. We gotta, we gotta have a, have a talk, right? These, these owners sit their GM and, and coach down and say, it's not working. We're parting ways. I, I can't move forward with you. We, we got, we're going in a different direction, fresh start. So we need to have that conversation, so to speak, with bitterness and anger to say, uh-uh, not happening anymore. And, and throughout this entire conversation, we have to recognize we cannot do this in our own strength. We have to go to the Lord. We have to uh, allow him to, to take this from us, and, and, and then we you know, kind of, in some ways, we have to actively give it to him. Take my anger. Take my bitterness. Lord, mm-hmm. re- replace it with your joy, with your peace. Um, and so we have to be willing to do that, but, it, but it's always dependent on him and the Holy Spirit's work in our hearts, in our minds, so that we can move on and cut ties with, with these things that are holding us back. Absolutely. And <clears throat> in the long run, you can't both say, I cherish following Jesus. He is my life. I am sold out for him while also hold on 
with a closed fist to bitterness and anger. The same way the Chargers can't build a talented roster, arguably the most talented roster in the NFL, and say, we want to win now, while also they could not have remained with, with Staley because he wasn't maximizing that roster. So for us, if we're continuing to hold on to bitterness and anger over a long period of time, now in the short time, you know, working those things out, absolutely. But in the long run, if we just have lingering bitterness and anger, they can't, they can't coexist. Like, like one has to go. Either we're, we're not really cherishing the truth of the gospel that we've been forgiven so we can forgive others, or we got to let go of the bitterness and anger. I, like it's either one or the other in the long run. Yeah, because if if we, you know, we start this new year and we want to thrive and you know, we want to follow Jesus, we want to be on on fire for him, passionate about him, continue to grow and mature, then to your point, yeah, we got to let go of the these things that are that are dragging us, holding us back, keeping us in the past. And so let's let's add a few more of these kind of things to the to the conversation. What about worry? What about stress? What about fear? So we need to dismiss worry. We need to cut ties with stress. We need to part ways with fear. And 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 so uh, you know those those are things that that yes they're going to pop up and and all that. But we can't continue to justify, accept, and you know uh, come up with excuses for yeah yeah I'm stressed. I just have a lot going on. Well, are we are we just allowing stress to just bring us down? And and cause us to be, you know, spinning our wheels and and which then leads to anger and and other negative consequences and emotions. Or are we gonna say, no, 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 I'm not gonna allow stress to be in charge anymore. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be driven by stress. And so again, these owners, I'm not gonna let this guy run my team anymore. I, I gotta, I gotta cut ties. And, yeah. and sometimes, you know, things like stress and fear and worry. We're, we're so we allow fear to take over in such a way that it prevents us from living with faith and mm-hmm. um and, and hope and excitement and we're we're held back in such a significant way when fear is is the predominant emotion thought at the forefront of our kind of mindset and behavior yeah and and you know, we're still in the you know the beginning of a new year what better time to really examine your own heart i mean that's just such an important practice for all of us in general, especially as followers of Jesus, if we are taken over by worry, what if an aspect of that is not truly trusting in God's provision in a certain area, or not truly trusting in His sovereignty or His control, or not truly trusting or believing that He is good and loving toward me? In many cases, those things are at play. Not not in every case because you know there often worries you know multi-factor experience, but there are often some spiritual aspects at play on if we're just overcome by worry, what about God and his goodness or his power or what we know about him in his word? Are we not believing? Are we not trusting? Mm-hmm. And it we only really come to that conclusion if we ask the Holy Spirit to just open our eyes and help us examine our hearts for him to bring something out that we haven't really noticed before. Mm. And what better time to do it now? We just started a new year. Everyone's in the mindset of setting goals, yep. new year's resolutions, wanting to improve areas of our life. 
Well, you can't improve if you don't reflect and examine first. That's right. So we should start there. That's right. And 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 so along these lines too, it's it's asking ourselves, okay, what sins in my life am I allowing to remain in my life? And and those need to be let go. We need to cut ties. <laughs> we need to dismiss them from our life. These sin patterns that that maybe it's been years, maybe it's something that that we sort of got caught up in last year. And, and those things, we, we need to experience freedom in, in whatever that, that sin may be in our lives. And so let's go to Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And, and I, I want to stop there, but we'll, we'll keep going. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him. He endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor besides God's throne, beside God's throne. Um, so a lot in there. What we'll focus on today for today's topic is let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And, and so, you know, this says, let us strip off in, in light of what our topic is today, let go, dismiss, cut ties, right? All these, these parallels to what these franchises did with their head coaches. We have to do that with sin. And, and we have to do that in view of what Jesus did on the cross for us, the forgiveness, the grace that's available to us, and the power of the Holy Spirit that enables us to let go and strip off the sin mm -hmm. that is clinging to us. We, we, we can experience that, that freedom, that healing, that cleansing, that, that letting go. And we can't do it on our own strength. But, but if we are willing to say, God, I don't want this in my life anymore, please. And, 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 we're, and our heart is, is genuine to say, God, help me with this. Remove it. Take it from me. And give me the strength when, when the temptation arises to, to go the other direction. Um, and, and so are we, are we will, do we identify the sins in our life that are hanging up, that are, mm -hmm. we're entangled with or holding us back or weighing us down? And are we willing to say, yeah, I, I don't want that in my life anymore. Please take it away. It, yeah, and that's probably a, a huge issue with, I know, Myself at times, and probably all of us, especially uh, in a material country with lots of money and access to things, which also brings lots of access to tempting things as well, that whole verse is about how do we run the race with endurance? Well, one of the ways is by casting away the sin that so easily entangles. It's one thing to identify. It's another thing to throw it away. I mean, the imagery of actually throwing it. That's right. All that, that whole verse is athletic imagery, running, yeah. throwing. Like, What would it look like for us to, at the beginning of 2024, identify the sins that we are most tempted to, to, to do uh, or are around us all the time, and then to run away from them as far as possible, to actually cast them away? Because that's how seriously 
Scripture takes sin. It's not something to just toe the line on, or flirt around, or be near. It's actually something to throw away compre- completely and run the opposite direction. So we talk about all the time. Oh, it's, not it's not dabble. Yeah, it's not dabble. It's not dabble. Yeah, it's not dipping, our, not dipping our toes in. No, no we, it's actually casting it away and running the opposite direction because that's how serious sin is. Now, it's not something to be fearful of because as followers of Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit. We have the confidence that we are able to overcome. But again, one of the means in which we overcome and we persevere is casting those things to the side and removing them far away from us. So it's not even op- an option. And I know we all have those sins in our life that are coming to mind right now that are too close in proximity to us on a daily basis. Mm. Cast them away. And 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 yeah, really the, the principle kind of in, in the multiple areas that we're talking about from, from fear and worry and... and sins and and you know you f- you fill in the the blank it's are we are we justifying and making excuses for why they continue to be a part of our lives mm-hmm. and and paralleling it back to the coaches some of these owners will convince themselves of a certain coach take the chargers for instance like last year they should have moved on from staley it was yeah. evident mm-hmm. what they justify you know they made excuses however whatever they're mental gymnastics they they came to or, or yep. went through to get to that conclusion it, it was wrong and now a year later another wasted year of justin herbert's salary and you know i think he's still on his rookie deal so that was a, that was a waste and so for us we did this last year right we looked at some of the things and we're like well that's not really that bad or well of course i'm going to be bitter because i can't believe that person did that to me and, and we're, we're, we're i'm going to hang on to it i'm not letting that go Mm-hmm. And then it's another year of uh, you're not you're not experiencing the freedom. You're not moving forward. You're you're being held yep. back. And so the Chargers were held back again by Brandon Staley. And so let's not do that again. Let's not hold ourselves back again. We have to be willing to yep. get serious and cut ties with the fear, the worry, the stress, the, the sins in our lives that that are that are dragging us down. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Trans- more more football analogy. I mean. An owner and a GM is just going to look at the Falcons not feeding Bajan Robinson the rock. Like, no, no, we drafted this guy early, and he's not going to get the most touches on the team. No, we, we can't look past that anymore. Uh-uh. You're done. You're done. And there's many get things out. Are, exactly. It'd be, it, it's inconvenient to have to fire a coach yes. and go through the hiring process. Painful the, at times. It, painful, yes. But the inconvenience is worth it. And for us in our own lives— Casting away the sins that easily entangle us requires embracing inconvenience. There's many times, oh, but if I do that, I'm going to have to say no to this relationship or that opportunity, or I'm going to have to start having these accountability measures put in. It's like, no, it's worth it, though. The inconvenience is worth casting away the sin. That's right. Because the sin will do way more damage than the inconvenience required often to pursue holiness and to follow Jesus. Amen. Amen. And and one more, a couple more parallels probably, but especially with the Falcons, this, I didn't realize this, but it hit me when I was reading about Arthur Smith, three straight seven and 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. So it's the same old, same old, right? Different quarterbacks. They draft the running back. They you know have all these different talented players that they've drafted early and it's still seven and 10. So it's the same <laughs> results. And so are in a we weak going, division in a weak division, tons of, tons of opportunity. So are we going to start this year, and is it going to be the same old, same old? 
mm. where we allow the same struggles to 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 drag us down and hold us back, or once and for all, I'm done. I'm I'm done with that. I, yep. I'm, we're moving on. We're moving forward. Uh, we're cutting ties again. Cutting ties. We got to cut ties with sin, yep. um, and worry and fear and stress. Um, one other thing. That we, this is a whole another topic, but to, along these lines too. You know what idols in our lives do we need to let go of? You yeah. mentioned money, and you know whether whatever those idols are. I'm chasing after success and 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 money and fame and whatever it is, power. You know, you fill in the blank. Sometimes we think that oh yeah, only celebrities are chasing those things. No, no, no. In our own way, we're chasing oh, yeah. our own little idols, our own in our family and our relationships. The the idol of power, for example, That's right. doesn't matter if you're famous or not. There's always a a power dynamic you could potentially. A chase, yeah. arrogance, yeah, fear of man, yeah, that, not just celebrities, no, and and you talk about fame, sometimes it's just attention. You want attention, oh yeah, or you yeah. want recognition. Yesterday, Definitely. I had to, I had, we had a big storm here in Charlotte. I guess you did too in Houston, uh, uh, Dallas, um, Fort Worth. Uh, but, but wherever you are, wherever you are, I don't know. I haven't been to your house. I still don't know your address. I sent you a package. You didn't get it, so I don't know where you live. Um. Somewhere in Texas. It's a tiny state, I think. It's a small yeah, state. Yeah, I know. Hard to find uh, us here. Anyway, I'm out there yesterday moving in furniture and stuff to uh, so it doesn't blow away. Our cheap furniture, you don't have to blow away in the storm. <laughs> uh, so I'm moving it into the garage, and uh, I'm thinking to myself, gosh, it's my fault for having us buy this cheap furniture. But the point was, I wanted Jody, my wife, to acknowledge and, and recognize, hey, great job bringing that furniture oh, what in. What a great husband I have. Yeah, so I wanted thoughtful. it. I Girls, do you see how great your dad is? <laughs> I didn't get it. I should go, wait, 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 yeah. throw, Can you believe throw a parade? at halftime of the national championship game, he moved the furniture? That's a great, great point, Luke. That's what I wanted the credit for because I, I, did, I started the game late. I watched the whole thing on DVR. Uh, I did watch it that night, though, but uh, Monday night. But anyway, so, yeah, all of those things, the idols in our lives, the yeah, whether it's insecurities or selfishness or pride, all those things, it, when they bubble up, are we going to, yeah, no, it's fine. No big deal. Or, no, I'm getting rid of that. I'm getting, get rid of it. Don't let it yep. fester. Don't let it evolve. Don't let it become a bigger issue in our lives. Yep. You got to nip it in the bud, so to speak. And, yep. and some of these, yeah, again, these teams, they allow these coaches to, to, <laughs> to linger. I give credit. Sometimes these, these teams, you know, we, we give them a hard time for one and done. Mm -hmm. But if you know Freddie Kitchens isn't going to work for you, you yeah. move on. Yeah. And uh, uh, whoever the Giants have hired over the years, I mean, they've had to move on from a bunch of guys. Oof. So, but but we have to be willing to, once we identify, yeah, this is a problem, this is an issue, let, let's go. Absolutely. Uh, la last, last thing, this is a big topic. Gosh, we're going long today. Um, in Romans 12, it talks about the renewal of our mind. And my, my pastor did a sermon on this this past Sunday, but in, in Romans 12, it says, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And so with all of these things, we, we've got to think differently and mm -hmm. we've got to, we've got to have a fresh start in our mind and, and think biblically, think in a way that, you know, is spirit driven. Um, and we've got to let go of, of previous patterns, thought processes. And so mindsets, behaviors, all these things that, that we've developed over the years throughout our the course of our lives, we have to continue to hand them over to the Lord to renew our minds, transform our hearts, 
let the Holy Spirit do the work. Uh, but we have to be open, willing, go to God, go to his word, and, and surround ourselves with people that are also going to speak truth and life into us and help us get rid of whatever is, is, is holding us back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I'll yep. let you maybe either touch on that or wrap us up talking about uh, Ephesians 4 and, and just this new way of life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ephesians 4, um, I'll read it really quick, you know, talking about, I'll summarize it, uh, basically putting on the new self, this idea of following Jesus, Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, put off your old self, completely discard your former nature, which is being corrupted, and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, putting on the new self. So what does it mean? Well, I think many of us, in practice, that kind of looks like adding Jesus Mm. to our old self. I think that's what a lot of us do, and I've done that a handful of times in my life, where rather than taking off the old self and putting on the new, because we have been born again, new nature, Holy Spirit, we try to add Jesus to the old self. Mm. I'll take a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'll take a little bit. Yeah, we'll just fire the coordinators. It's not the head coach's problem. Ah. Let's get rid of the staff. Let's Ah. get rid of the coordinators. We'll see if that worked for Dallas this year. We got rid of Kellen Moore. If we can't win the playoffs, eh, maybe it's McCarthy. Maybe it's not the coordinators. But, no, maybe the head coach needs to to go too. Let's actually take off the old self. Um, But a lot of us, we just want to add because we don't really want to eliminate the old self. Mm. We like it. The, The reality is we really like sin. It, it, sin is very attractive to us. That's why in our sinful nature, that's all we pursue. We need the Holy Spirit to come and change us in the call to actually remove the old self, again, by God's grace, put on the new self, and now our life isn't even ours. And that's what Paul says in Galatians, it's no longer I who live, but Christ in me. My life isn't even mine anymore. Mm. So this year, 2024, yeah, it's total surrender. It's no, I'm actually a new creation. I belong to Jesus. I'm not I'm not my own. I used to be, and all I did was pursue sin. And now I'm not my own, and now I can pursue holiness. So it's it's that mindset. It's we're not adding Jesus. We're actually putting on Jesus in this this complete new rebirth. Mm. And now we're able to make big changes in our life. Amen. That's awesome. I love that. And 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 going back to you know, some of these franchises are saying, hey, clean slate, fresh start. We're getting rid of everybody. You know, front office, yep. like th- those teams are really starting over. And, yep. and it's for us, as followers of Jesus that have been following Jesus for a while, like hopefully that start over happened, you know, a while ago. But are we living with that understanding and that mentality? That no, mm-hmm. I am a new creation and, and this is a new life. So it, it's continuing to, to move forward from that position, from that posture um, yeah. of, wait, no, that's that's a former life. That's a sinful life element, like element to, to me. I, I don't want that to be a part of this, this new, this new regime, this new, yeah. this new life with Je- Jesus is in charge. And so and this is a process. This is a journey. We're continuing to hand over the reins. And sometimes we try to take them back a little bit and we got to let them go. And that's a whole mm-hmm. nother sermon. Gosh, or devotional. Anyway, David Tepper tries to have all the reins in uh, in Charlotte. <laughs> so, but that's that's the battle that we're in too. And so it is. It's it's man, that's my old life. That's gone. That's done. That's in the past. 
And so we have to leave those things in the past. And too often we are hanging on to the past. Memories of the past, disappointments, regret. You yeah. got to let all that go too. Mm-hmm. So this 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 whole process of letting go is, man, it's, it's multifaceted and it's an ongoing thing. Um, but let's experience, man, there's freshness, there's newness. Jesus is, is alive and, and transforming. And, and so we really start fresh every day. Like that's, that's, that's and the other that's reality. How we, that's how we maintain, you know, the Mike Tomlin regime, so to speak, that continues. He's lost coordinators. He's lost players. He continues to win and win and win. And for us, how do we do that? It's continual. It's a lifetime of repentance. We don't just repent when we first become Christians and then, yeah, I think I'm good. I put on the new self. No, no, it's daily repentance, monthly repent. Like it, we have a, live a lifetime of thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. Thank you for the Amen. cross. I repent of this. Continue to make me more like you. Um, and I just to go back to what you said earlier. The power of the mind. I think the wrong thing to do as we enter in this new year is let me just do, do, do. Let me mm. cast all these things off. Let me do these great things. That can only last so long if they're not influenced by actually critically thinking. We actually have to first believe that what the Bible says is true and that following Jesus and casting away sins actually is the best thing for us. Mm. Because if we just kind of out of an impulse, yeah, I want things to be different. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to set all these expectations. I'm going to fizzle out. Yeah. If we actually haven't critically thought about and like, why are we actually doing them? Mm. Is it out of a, a love for Jesus? Is it out of, no, I think this really is the best thing for me? Or is it just kind of a impulse thing? Oh, a lot of other people are doing it. Yeah, I think that's good for me because that won't last. But it really does start in the mind. It, true battlefield in uh, in between the ears. It's good. Yeah, you start talking about resolutions. You want to want to lose weight. You got to let go of dessert, right? You got to <laughs> cut ties with dessert. Got so it. That's, yeah. I mean, you Cast go back it. to the basics of some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, if I if I want to start working out, I got to let go of of laziness. I got to let go of some of those mindsets that nah, I don't want to spend my time doing. Nah, I don't, hurt. You got all those things. Yeah. So. And then from a spiritual standpoint, uh, yeah, you're, you're right on. So, um, man, no, I, I, there's, so, there's so much to, to be said. So and and this, this really gives us sort of a, uh, a foundation, really, for the rest of the year as we talk about a lot of these other topics. And we can go more in-depth on fear and worry and go more in-depth on bitterness and anger and, and that kind of thing. So we'll, I'm sure we'll do that at some point. Uh, throughout the year as we uh, are back up and running here on the Unpacking the Podcast. So we've been off a couple of weeks. We had a lot to say. So thanks for, <laughs> for listening. Uh, but again, we just we continue to fix our eyes on Jesus, just like we read in, in Hebrews. Uh, we keep our eyes on Jesus. That's, that's the answer. That is the answer. If we want to change, we just keep going to him. Our eyes stay on him. Continue to be in God's word. Continue to be in communication with the Lord through prayer. Um, and, and having a heart of worship and gratitude. So those are the basics, um, which I think you're focusing on this year, Luke, as, as well. So we'll hear about that yeah. at some point uh, yeah. throughout throughout the year and um, that kind of thing. So uh, really appreciate everybody listening today. Great stuff from Luke. Uh, you can you know read a little bit more in, in Hebrews 12. Check that out. Romans 12. Uh, you can in, in, in be encouraged uh, by both of those those chapters uh, if you're looking for something to to read and continue the the thought and conversation 
with you and the Lord <laughs> and whoever else needs to be a part of that conversation, uh, whatever needs to be let go. So whoever these fra uh, franchise owners are, are talking with, they're talking to you know, their advisors and, and all that. All right, should we let this guy go? Sometimes we got to do that too. So we got to talk to mentors and friends and, hey, what, what, do, I need, what do I need to let go here? Uh, what, what needs to be removed? Um, so those are, those are some things we need to, to be willing to do. So thank you. I'm Bryce. He's Luke. Uh, we're sports fans who follow Jesus. And we believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.